A dictionary definition of the word context is the interrelated conditions in which something exists or occurs. AQMB's Artist Statement podcast is a conversation series exploring the fresh perspectives in art generated by these changing contexts. Politically, culturally, socially, other. It features artists and thinkers orbiting our world, where we chat in response to developments in technology, communication, and beyond. I'm editor Steph Kratovich, and in this episode I speak with Jonine Standish, a performer and musician best known for fronting Australian post-punk band Hate Rock, spelt H-T-R-K, and her developing solo career under the mononym Jonine. The Australian artist is currently living in the idyllic Dandenong Ranges of Greater Melbourne with her husband Conrad, where Jonine spent her time during lockdown producing her debut solo album, Blue Hills. Released via Boomcat in late July, the record moves even further from the dubby post-industrial gloom of early hate rock into a lovely warmth and introspection that's lightly sprinkled with the singer's inimitable wit. I first met Johnny in London almost a decade ago when she and Hate Rock co-founder Nigel Yang had relocated from a stint in Berlin not long after the death of their third member, Sean Stewart. Determined not to become the heavy doom duo their biography implied, Hate Rock's outlook has progressively turned towards the sunnier, with a growing interest in metaphysics infiltrating their work. That's so much so that Johnine's podcast recording inexplicably stops at a particularly intense point of this conversation. Luckily, we had Zoom audio for backup. Later, we agreed it was divine intervention. Was Blue Hills in the works before everything? That was, um, no, it wasn't in the works at all. It was a, um, the timeline of Blue Hills was I got an email from um, Boomcat, probably like the 1st of March or something like that, with a very it was a very subjective project in that it can be as big or as as small as you like they said you know record for argument's sake you can record your cat purring for an hour and we'll put it on a tape you know and they said that they had a bunch of artists you know like a a lot of artists they were going to ask to just you know fill some some time during lockdown it was when the world was really locked down the first time and it was good timing for me because I was in a really, um, I had a lot of anxiety about actually catching COVID back then. Um, I was too deep in like the numbers. I was playing the number, the the world numbers game. And when Conrad came home from, comes home from work or came home from work back then in my mind, he was like the toxic Avenger. He'd been with the public and I, 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 you know, and so, Conrad, it was actually Conrad who said, um, I think you need to get off social media, get off the mainstream news, like especially, I never watch television, but that suddenly I'm watching, you know, mainstream channel seven. Can you even imagine? So yeah. So Conrad's like hard, the hard law, no more channel seven, um, and no more social media. And, you know, it would be really good for you to immerse yourself in what always makes you feel good, which is music. And, yeah, I said to Conrad, I'm going to make a goddamn album. Fuck it. Uh And Uh I I put everything into it. It was like a really short deadline. It was meant to be one month, but I pushed it to about six weeks. And I worked seven days a week from about seven in the morning to seven at night. And just got off the news. And then it got too extreme where it was like, COVID didn't even exist at, by the end right. of this album. And 
I was in a completely new place. But yeah, I, com- I rid myself of all anxiety through picking up instruments. Like I didn't, I really am, wasn't really concerned um, with what I made. It, I was just really noodling on like instruments that I can't play that well and um, really just kind of um, enjoying that, you know, that, you know, private time where um, all mistakes are welcome and, and yeah, it was really the enjoyment, like getting back to, it's like when you first start a band and um, you're just enjoying the sounds that you're making without any idea of audience and things like that. Yeah, it just kept me sane for a little bit. That makes sense. Like the the sense of escape is quite um, palpable in that album. Yeah, I just checked the. Um, it was it was really lovely. Um, it was a creative burst where I would wake up like rather than waking up with a fear of dread that I was going to um, catch this virus or what's happening with the world or you know where are we going to get money from and all of that that stuff. It was I'd wake up with like such a lust for life that I got to play music. Uh-huh. It was really amazing, and the and it, the turn like the change was instant. And so I was really appreciative that I got asked to do the project because um, I probably wouldn't have come up with something like that on my own. Because I was having an amazing time jamming with Nigel, and we were we were going through a real creative moment. And then yeah, I haven't been able to see Nigel in so long. And we, we really have to make music together in the same room, so we're on ice until I can see him again. And, right. um, but I doubt I would have come up with um, the idea to actually make an album on my own unless I was asked. This was just a teaser for an episode of AQMB's Artist Statement podcast, available exclusively to our subscribers. If you'd like to listen to this and other bi-monthly episodes like it in full, consider signing up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash AQNB. You'll also have free access to downloadable compendiums of new music and digital artworks, while helping support our commitment to presenting fresh perspectives around art, music and online culture at aqnb.com. Our theme music is Coughing Up Pearls by Felicita. See you next time. <laughs>